Welcome back to Diary of an Actress. My guest today is none other than the incredible sitcom director, Phil Ramuno, a dear friend I've collaborated with over the years. Phil has worked on major network shows, including Nine to Five, Charles in Charge, Grace Under Fire, and many more. He's going to teach us four takeaways. So we are ready to go up for our sitcoms. So take out your notebooks. We're about to get busy. Classes in session. Hi, Phil Ramuno. Welcome to Diary of an Actress. Wow, nice to be with you. I know. I've wanted you on this podcast since I began a year ago. So you've been playing hard to get. (laughs) <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've been busy. I've been, uh, I, I, I'm doing a few new things now these days. I stopped teaching for the first time in 50 years. I'm telling you, I, when I was in Boston, when I was 20 years old and I was a director on TV news, the same station you ended up working on later yes. after I left, um, I always had a class on one night a week. I always wanted to teach how to do television. I thought it'd be good for me to spread it out to people that wanted to do that. So I always had a class there. When I, and I moved to LA, I had I always had a class here as well. And uh, so I was teaching. And that's where we met. Yeah, exactly. We met at a sitcom, sitcom, sitcom acting class. It changed my life. It was a game changer. That's, that's and, nice uh, to hear. Well, yeah, the fact that you were the only teacher in town, you and Mary Lou Belli teaching sitcom acting. And uh, to me, you know, when I found you, I I couldn't believe my luck that someone could teach me rhythm. And so I know a lot of our listeners and viewers today are actors that want to do situation comedy sitcoms. And I mean, we're so lucky to have you. So you can tell us how to do it, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's you have to find the rhythm of a, of of comedy. Um, there's there's a setup and a punchline to every joke. There is I'm going downtown and I'm going to buy a coat. <laughs> it's a setup and a punchline, and you laughed a little bit on coat. I just made that up. That's not really a good joke. I did. You know why? Because you told me. You you set up a premise, and then you make something slightly funny about that present, present, uh, about that, and then people laugh. And so now you have three things going on, set up, punchline, and a laugh, and you have to give room for that laugh. You can't drive through it. you got to wait for the audience, even if they're not there. They're going to be there when they watch it later if they're not in the room with you. So you have to find that rhythm. Yes, and you also told me that hard consonants are funny. So when you said coat and you hit that, right. that made me laugh. You, right. find, you find a word that's really hard. And when I was working in Russia and Romania and Bulgaria, wow. I had to teach them that as well because all those things work. We had to find the words of theirs that you can make a hard hit on it. And, and we found okay. it. It worked. It's universal. Even in another language. Right. Yeah. What's interesting to me is that um, you wrote a book with Mary yeah. Lou Belli. And uh, the book is called, oh, the sitcom career book. Thank you. You yeah, have it right there. And that's the second edition, right, with Henry this Winkler wrote the foreword. Yeah, we sold yeah. out the whole first uh, printing. We did a second edition. I don't know if we'll do another one because we discussed it. We said, if we're going to do another one, we have to do another rewrite because things change, you know. Between right, the first right. edition and the second edition, we spent a lot of time rewriting it and making it up to date because things change a little bit. I mean, storytelling always is 
constant. But the, the method of where you go, how you, you know, what, how much time do you have on stage, those kinds of things change a little bit over the years. Right. Right. Yes. Um, can you tell us some hacks, like just for not hacks, but for like shortcuts, like a turn, a mislead? Can you teach us four things that we need to know about sitcom acting? Yeah. Um, well, you just said some of them. A, a, a turn is you. Uh, and I, I'm and actually the term and mislead a bit are relatively similar. Um, if I if I'm I'm gonna have to make something up here. If I'm gonna go, hey Rachel, it's nice to see you. Oh wait a minute, I can't see you. Oh my goodness, there's a knock on the door. Oh my goodness, I think. They, this big giant guy is showing up. So I hear the knock. I go, I open the door and it's a guy that tall. And it's <laughs> okay. Just, so I set up an expectation the, and I changed right. it. It's the opposite of what you expect. Our producer Bass right. just popped exactly in just right. to make sure everything's okay. That was, that was a surprise, right? Surprising comedy is funny. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Go on. Can you tell me another one? Can you tell me what a turn is? Of course, you've taught me all these terms. Right. Well, a, a turn is, it's, 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 it's like a, it's like part of the mislead. Um, I, I'm thinking, oh, look, what did you have in that cup? Oh, wait a minute. It's my cup and it's over here. <laughs> I mean, you have to, you, you change it. I'm making stuff up off the top here. This is, this is, of not course, you are. Gold. But that's, that's the concepts that you'll find in the scripts. Now, uh, if you're an actor, you didn't necessarily write the script. So you have to find, you have to have the script and you have to find where those, where those turns are. Where right. Does the actor find them? Turn that way. Does the actor find them or does the director have to point it out? The writer has to write it. And then the director has to point it out if the actor doesn't find it on their own. Do they but it's normally in the writing? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so Phil, can you tell me uh, another one that you always talked about in sitcom class is comedy comes in threes. Yes, um, because we're used to understanding lists. So, if I say, okay, the first thing on the list is um, you have to show up. The second thing right. on the list is you have to learn your learn your lines. And the third thing on your list is, oh, I have to go home now, bye. I, you change it. You change It's not what you expect. You expected one, two, and three, but I did one, two, and something stupid. Um, and that's, and that's the, um, the change um, that makes the audience laugh. They expected the third thing, and they got something completely right. different. Again, very similar to a mislead or a turn. I mean, yeah, it's, but they're always they're generally in threes. That's why, right? Come on, I don't know. <laughs> you have my, to find uh, them. That's, that's, that's my uh, grandson who was just poking in here. Um, oh, okay. Well, he probably has the bug to too. Those. In, in the writing, you have to look for the mislead. Yep. Okay. You have to look for the third thing that's different. And you've got to sell it like it's the, it's the same as one and two. And then they'll laugh at it. Okay, gotcha. You've worked with some of the most incredible comedians in this industry. And um, one of my favorite stories 
if you could share it, is the one you told me about with Robin Williams. Could you share that story? Oh, well, it's interesting that the first first time, you know, he was um, wildly inventive, right? When when he was doing, uh, when he was on a, uh, like the Tonight Show, he would have joke after joke after joke that he sets up, he sets up a joke and does the punchline and, and you laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And he's, he's solid. He's so good. Well, I was directing a show, um, and we're shooting it at KTLA and it was about 10 o'clock at night. We, uh, I had been working with the writers and, and I was about to go home and I'm walking across the parking lot. It's a very small parking lot. There's two lot, two lines with cars. I'm walking down this side and on the other side of me, this is about 10 o'clock at night, there was someone else walking, and I kind of I looked up, it was Robin Williams. Oh and he said, hi. And I went, hi yourself. And then he, <laughs> he then did five minutes of jokes, standing right there in the parking lot for, for, for my benefit. And I laughed at almost all of them. They're really funny. I didn't laugh at every one, but I laughed at all the funny ones. And then he said, thank you. And I said, well, thank you. And then I went home and I told my wife, I said, I had an interesting conversation on my way home um, with, with him, with Robin. And, and, and then I see, oh, he's going to be on the Tonight Show tonight. Oh, I got to watch the Tonight Show. I just saw, I, you know, I just saw him. So right. he's on the Tonight Show and he's making up out of, out of his, he's making up stuff. Oh. It was all the jokes that I laughed at. He didn't make them up. He worked on them. He he had the ability to make it feel like he was making them in the moment. That was his great wow. skill. He had funny stuff, and he 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 created it. And it sounds like as he just makes it up. Out of it. He works. He worked on all this stuff, and that was on a, you in the parking lot. What a, a good note for all the actors that, and all the people that want to be funny as well. You have to work on this stuff. You have to you have to find where the jokes are and make them work. Yeah, it doesn't come easy. Like this is a specific field to train in as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you teach at USC. You've taught uh, for Sony in, in, in Russia and in Romania. Um, you can and, you and have Bulgaria taught all of too. Bulgaria. I mean, comedy yeah. is universal. What makes an actor really ripe to do this? What do they naturally have to have? Well, you, you, ha- you have to understand, you have to have a sense of humor. You have to read these jokes and realize that the joke starts taking you that way and then it turns that way and that's where the funny part is. And you have to understand that and you have to be able to sell that. To sell that so does term. that mean... Does that mean you have to be spontaneous? Does that mean you have to have a certain type of energy to be able to maneuver things like that? Like you have to think quick. Yeah, it has to have energy. People think, well, this is real life that we're doing when we're acting. No, it's always bigger than life. And then bigger yet is funny life. So you have to. Yeah, you know, people actors are so afraid of being said that you're too big, you're over the right. top. Yes, and, and it's possible to get too big and over the top, but most of the time they don't even approach that with comedy. They don't. They they fall a little short of what 
would be really funny. So you have to learn to be a fool <laughs> and get laughed mm-hmm. at. Yes. So you that means you have to take ego out of the equation and not care uh, about what you look like. Right. That's right. We had Stefan Habes, right. uh, who teaches clowning and uh, in Cirque du Soleil on as the last guest. So this is fun to have you now to talk about comedy again and what you think is funny. Do you ever think about clowns, like how they're they're sad inside, but we laugh with them? Like in situation comedy, it's a situation, but we're 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 laughing because of something serious that's made funny. Yeah, because it has it has to it has to fall into whatever the whatever that was going on with the scene, um, mm-hmm. it, but then this is this is one that then makes an over the top reaction to to the scene to make to right. make it funny. What are some of the favorite shows that you've worked on? Um, oh man, I, I've done. I mean, so there's many so many. Them, you just right? list them off. Lift some of them off. I mean, oh. you know, they're epic. They're famous. You know, and some and some of these are might be might be dated for some of the students now, but Amen, but they're good to study. Yeah, give me the give me a break. Charles in Charge, nine to five. That was an interesting thing that was based on the movie with Dolly Parton, and then her sister did the TV version of it. Wow, played the same role. Um, That's so and, funny. I didn't um, even know she had a sister. Yeah. Uh, her sister was very good as well. She was, she was terrific, and uh, that sh- that show worked worked nicely. Uh, ran a couple of years. I ended up, you know, being lucky enough to to work on a lot of those different shows. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I loved as a kid. You you got to watch TV if you, if you're interested in doing TV. You got to watch it. If if you're interested in doing movies, you got to go to go to movies. You have to see what's what's going on and how it's being done, and then you can learn how to do that kind of stuff. I loved um, Sergeant Bilko when I was a kid. It was on. I was seven years old, and I just thought that was the funniest thing I ever saw. <laughs> and then I so, really fell in love with the Dick Van Dyke Show after that. Oh, um, so good! Uh, and all these you know shows what? are still on. You can see Dick Van Dyke. It's on. Go. Yeah, other. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke is still in in Malibu. He's ninety five years old, and he's he. People see him all the time around the stores and everything, and he's really nice to people out there. Um, I saw him live you, in Conan O'Brien dancing. I went to the a taping, a private <laughs> taping of Conan O'Brien. It was a rehearsal, and there he was tap dancing. Yeah. Uh, when I was writing the sitcom book, I wanted to write something ab- about physical comedy, and I thought Dick Van Dyke was the perfect person for that. Well, his right. his son lived on my street, and I, I went, wait a minute. I asked his son, you think your dad would talk to me about, about this? He says, I'll let you know. Next day, he gave me his dad's phone number. So I called him. Really? He spent three hours talking to me about physical comedy. No. Did you record Fantastic. it? Fantastic. <laughs> No. I want to know all about it's, it. It's in here. It's in here. I it's in there. It. Okay. Do you want to share one yeah. thing with our audience? Something that stood out about physical comedy? Oh, um, it, it's 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 the, the same idea of comedy that, it, that has a turn in it. It's the same as the this, the verbal oh, really? jokes that give you a setup and a punchline. The, the physical stuff goes a little further. Um, uh, you go to YouTube and find a Dick Van Dyke show and watch it. There's one called okay. The Bank Book, which I showed a class of mine. Uh, I thought that was a really good uh, uh, 
exercise of he does a whole bunch of physical stuff in in the first scene, um, and it's and it's a really lovely little show. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore um, was uh, six years younger than him, and he was worried that the relationship wouldn't work on television because he he felt like he might be too old for her. But it worked perfectly. It was a beautiful relationship. Um, even though, you know, things are dated about, you know, th- th- this episode called The Bank Book was about he finds that his wife had a, a secret bank account that she was saving money. But she oh, was saving no. Can you imagine that it is dated, right, very yeah. uh, from another time, dated. but I'm and sure they, they made it about work. a couple hundred dollars and that was a lot of money they were talking about. <laughs> right, um, right. But it was a lovely, lovely thing when 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 they resolved the the problem of why is she saving money and not telling me about it? Why is she doing this behind my back? Um, and it turns out she's doing it for him. And, it was a, and it's a lovely little show. And he does a whole bunch of physical comedy, in the, especially in the beginning. He's looking for something and he's it. crawling all over the house looking for it. And and he, he, he does physical turns where he's doing something and she opens the door and all of a sudden he's instantly he's um. out of that comedy bit and talking to her. And then she goes in the other room and he's back doing his craziness. And then she's back and he's back right again. It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, fascinating. I didn't know you could do that. Stuff. It makes turns like you would do with right. words, with, with jokes. Right. right. What do you watch today? What are your favorite sitcoms now? Yeah, I don't watch network TV. I, I okay. Watch, you stream. I, I watch. You stream like everyone. I watch. Yeah, yeah. I watch Hulu and Netflix, and uh, and I, I just find all sorts of different stuff. I I like the uh, Jim J. Jim. Uh, what's his name? He's an Australian stand-up comic. Uh, Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. Jim. Something like that, maybe. Jim Jeffries? I don't watch it. I can't think. Of it. Okay. Yeah, he has a nice okay. little show on Hulu. It's really nice. He's an Australian stand-up comic, and mm-hmm. it's a silly little sitcom that they're doing, and and I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, and and you know what's nice about those is you you know you can you can watch them all in one day if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, if you or, could work uh, on one day. show like today with one star that you think is so incredibly funny, who would it be? I know I'm putting you on oh, the spot a lot. Yeah, I I, I don't know who. Like who, who are some of the ones that you like? Huh? Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, I think there's so many funny people. I mean, I love Mrs. Maisel. Rachel Brosnahan. Yeah. I think she has excellent timing. I would love to work on that yeah, show. That's a, um, very nice. Yes. I, I like Mom, that show. Alice and Janney, so funny. Alice uh, and Janney's great. I mean, I, she, she was going to, she was, uh, she uh, told one of my USC students once that she would be in her little film. Oh, really? That is so kind. Yeah. She seems like a like the yeah. real deal. Um, yeah. Okay. We only like, you know, believe it or not, generous. Very, very real artists are, and what you were talking about yeah. at the beginning about teaching, and I teach too, is passing that on. And so during the pandemic, you came into my classes online and taught, and you've been very generous with me. We have paired up. We created a pilot called Rach. You came in and you took over and directed my one girl show, Sugar Happens. And so 
I've learned so much from you, Phil. And we're both workhorses. Like our hundredth show, I was still asking you for notes. And your yeah. notes are so precise. Every show, you would find something else. And you have this kind of brain that I don't know that many people in show business have where um, you nothing gets by you. And you always can tweak it to make it that much funnier. Yeah, I mean, and I just I applaud you for that. You don't want to have extraneous stuff that that this makes makes the audience turn their heads away right. from Com- what comedy you're really must, trying to do. You taught me it comedy has must to be, be very clean, precise. clean, you can't put clean. An syllable in, yes. Um, and and we're we're blessed by all these wonderful writers who know how to write these wonderful funny jokes, you know. Right, you and you don't need to change their words. Right, director. Like I worked oh, no, we on can, it. We can add something to it, and actors can add something to it. Um, and you know, without just doing it on their own, they'll do it. Asking the director, hey, I had an idea to, to add this thing to it. And the director might go, oh, that's yeah. great. But then the director will go to the writer and said, say, hey, the, one of the actors just came up with this bit. A lot of times, if I came up with a new line, I would never tell the writers it was mine. I would say one of the actors came up with this. Because you don't want to get <laughs> into their space. You know, that's, the, that's what right. they do. But well, if they hear something funny they want to use, they'll take it. So I'll, I always say it was an actor that came up with it. <laughs> I came up with it. I'm not sure how that works too, you know? That is so funny. I worked on a sitcom in production as a PA production assistant when I came to town. And I would watch those writers, Chuck Lorre, one of the biggest writers, uh, sit up all night and and rewrite, write, 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 change, you know, pink to yellow to green, the pages every day change. And they're so careful about the wording. So I think that's important for actors to know. On the night before, we're going to go put it on camera. So that's on a sitcom. If you're doing a Monday through Friday uh, schedule um, on Wednesday night, you got to get that script completely tightened up and done. Not that they can't add something later, but they 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 really finalize it on Wednesday night. So on Wednesday night, I would sit in the outer office of the writers because if they came up with something completely new, I don't want to go in the next morning and not know there's new material that I hadn't thought about and how to stage it and how to shoot it. So I would wow. stay in the outer office till two in the morning while they're in the, no. in the conference room. I bet and you were the only director I'm, that did that. Wow. Yeah. Because I'm an easygoing guy. Occasionally they'll go, Hey Phil, come, you want to come on in and you want to come, want to come in. Uh, so I go in and thinking, okay, I'm just going to sit here and listen. I'm not going to pitch a line. So I was doing that. Steve Martin had a, had a project and uh, it was just him and two writers, uh, Will McKenzie and me. This is the only people in the whole room on the, the night of the, the writing. I was Will McKenzie's AD. So I was just there with him. So I'm, he's there as they're just finalizing a couple of lines. They're just tightening it up, making sure it's just right. And, and the two writers were friends of mine. I knew them and I hadn't known Steve Martin before that, uh, other than seeing his work. Um, and they go on around the room, fix, fixing the lines that weren't exactly funny. And Steve came up with a new take on a, on a joke and they all went great. And I went, no, it should be this. I went, oh my God, I just told Steve Martin that his stuff wasn't funny and I had something funnier. It just came out of my oh, mouth. I didn't know what. And he looked at me and he goes, 
Yeah, right. Good, thanks. So love that. You know, it might it might have been stupid of me to do that, but seeing who he is, he was willing to accept it if it was funny. I so love I had, that I story. I got a joke in that show. <laughs> I love that. You know, we have to wrap up, but that goes back to the generosity of artists and not being in it for your ego. And it's yeah. about collaboration when you work it on is. a show. If, an, if yeah. an actor has a has a good idea to change something, go to the director and tell him. He likes it, then he'll go to the writers and tell them. And, you know, like I said, I always credited the writer. I was I didn't like to tell them I was writing. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, I, I, I don't blame you because came up with this. Yeah. And one of my guests, uh, Pat McMahon, said that like everyone has a job on the set and you want to respect right. and you don't want to step on their toes and right. you really want to respect, respect that. Um, Phil, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you on Facebook, Instagram, any particular place that you want to um, share? I, I, don't, I don't know because I've been teaching. And at the end of December this year, I stopped teaching for the first time. So I'm, I'm right now, right now, I'm already, I, there's a friend of mine, a, a Russian woman who is doing a, a, a film. She said, can you help me a little bit? I said, sure, I'll be your AD. So I've been working with her. We did, we did casting a couple of days ago together. I so I'm helping it. her. I love it. So I'm, I'm, Good. You're back so in the fire. Well, yes. Yeah, so all right. So I, I'm all over the place. Okay. So um, Phil's on Facebook. You, I can say that. And, you can get, and I mean, there's the book for what it's worth. There's the book. This is the, the second edition. That's why it says new. Uh, I, I don't know if they're still in the stores or not because uh, they're Mary definitely online though. Together. Um, you know, we, we discussed, we, we probably should do a third edition now because things change. Yes. I don't know if we have yes. the energy right now to do that. So for now, you'll still find that so, some places. Okay. Um, so I got to I got to run and go you? teach a class. Yeah. So okay. Phil, I got to go run and teach a class because you know what it is. Diary of an actress, always on the go. But listen, for no anyone, way. anyone, Phil's being very elusive. Find him on Facebook. Write me if you want your book signed. I will get it to Phil and he will sign it. You can order it on Amazon. I ordered one about a year ago. They're still there and Phil will sign it. Maybe Mary Lou, who's coming back on the podcast. Um, Phil, absolutely adore you. And, um, you know, I, I'm glad you're back in production where you belong. So uh, I can't wait to hear what's coming up. And thank you so much for coming today. My pleasure. It's nice. I'm sorry I'm not seeing the act the, the actors in person to get their take on what we're talking about. But well, you know what? what? Maybe they'll comment on YouTube. Did you hear that, guys? Leave a comment for Phil and yeah. uh, we'll pass it on. Thank you, Phil Ramuno. I am so happy to have gone over all those incredible sitcom terms that you write about in your book, the sitcom handbook. I'm going to put them back to use. I hope you all do too. I mean, who doesn't want a sitcom, right? It's such a joy and a gift to make people laugh and fill you endow people with that gift every day of your life. So thank you for being you. If you'd like to hear more of these diaries, please go to diaryofanactress.com. You can read the actual diaries that go along with the podcast and And I look forward to seeing you next time. And you know what to do. Stay inspired.